What's up, boo? My name is Jeanette, also known as Misfit Vegan. Today, it's episode 480, and I am going to answer your questions. So, I actually asked a question this morning on my Instagram. What is your biggest challenge when trying to stick to a raw vegan diet? Got a lot of answers, and here are a few. Number one is the colder months. That's very challenging for a lot of people, so I understand. The fruit is not as good, and it's freezing, and you really are not in the mood for a freezing cold smoothie when you're freezing, right? So some things that I recommend is you move to the tropics. <laughs> Just kidding, but not really. I recommend that you keep your bananas outside the fridge, and if you're using frozen fruit, then I recommend you put it in the fridge overnight to defrost it so that you don't have freezing cold smoothies. Because if you do, if you're freezing cold and you drink a freezing cold smoothie, you won't exactly be happy. So um, another thing I recommend is take your fruit or vegetables outside of the fridge at least an hour before you're going to eat them. So that, you know, if you make a salad, you want to make sure take all your stuff out an hour before and so it won't be a freezing cold salad all right that has helped me a lot and again if you're making smoothies keep your bananas outside the fridge outside the freezer don't freeze your bananas and if they get too soft then obviously put them in the fridge or the freezer but try your very very best to have bananas outside the freezer so you can have you know room temperature smoothies and something that i really loved in the winters because you know I was raw vegan for nine years in New York City is a drink and this drink is dates cinnamon ginger and water you put that in the blender so I did about 10 dates sprinkle of cinnamon a little inch of ginger or ginger powder boiling hot water into the blender you blend it up it smells so good it's an amazing drink that is great for the winter time. I'd also recommend tea, hot caffeine-free tea, herbal tea, and I'd recommend a, a space heater, which is something that I had to do because I lived in New York and there's a lot of old, old, old buildings in New York, and so we didn't have control of the temperature in our apartment. So I was freezing cold a lot. Okay, next. Wanting things, biggest um, issues, biggest, what was the question? biggest challenges when facing when trying to stick to a raw vegan diet wanting things that are warm feel hearty especially potatoes yeah so to okay so I don't think there's anything wrong with potatoes if they're in a very very big salad um, I understand the feeling of wanting something hearty so that's where I would personally not make a potato I would bake some carrots, I'd bake zucchini, I would, I would maybe bake some peppers, and I would put those in my big salad because they're going to digest a whole lot better because you can eat them raw. Anything you can eat raw will digest better than what you need to cook in order to eat, all right, personally. This does not apply to cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and Brussels sprouts. Don't ever try to eat those raw. That is just a big mistake. They'll cause a lot of gas and bloating and like, they're not for humans, it's, it's obvious, right? Um, try to only eat things that you can digest. And um, broccoli, cauliflower, these are not things that you can digest. Honestly, I've tried. Maybe you can, I can't. 
Okay, next. Food prep. Um, okay. Yeah, so somebody's challenge is food prep. Um, don't then. Boo. Why are you, what are you, why do you need to food prep? Just have mono meals. And then you might be like, oh, well, they're boring. Okay, well, then you don't know how to pick out your fruit. Because there is absolutely nothing boring about a mono meal if it's amazing. Like, I just had a mono meal of figs. And it's like I had 10 jelly donuts. And, <sighs> whoa, mind-blowing. Okay? An amazingly ripe, delicious cantaloupe. Honeydew. Oranges. Persimmons. These are really, really, really good things that... They're not boring. I mean, if you just open up your mind and start to realize that nature is the absolute best chef on earth, then you'll start to see fruit as a whole meal and something that like was designed with so many different flavors and, and like components in it. So I just need you to understand that you don't need to food prep as a raw vegan. I barely do. And sometimes I have salads, but I make them in like five, 10 minutes. Seriously, I don't, I, I don't spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I never use my dehydrator, and I recommend you don't either. Next, cravings and consistency. Cravings and consistency. Well, listen to my podcast from yesterday about the cravings part. Consistency, yeah, that's important. If you can't stay consistent, you can't reach your goals. You can't stay, you can't ever see the results of your better choices. So you're going to have to stay consistent. Now, that doesn't really help me understand why you can't stay consistent. Why can't you stay consistent? Maybe you're hanging around people that are eating stuff you don't want to eat. Maybe you need to stop hanging around those people. You need to make new friends. Um, what's another reason? Maybe you can't be consistent because you're not buying enough fruit. If you don't have enough fruit in your house, then you're going to be hungry and you're not at all going to be able to stick to this. In order to be consistent on the raw food diet, you have to have a consistent high amount of fruit in the house okay next is finding variety yeah that's a good one have you tried all of the supermarkets around you have you gone to every ethnic market any type of asian store have you like literally spent the whole entire weekend going to lots of different places to see what they have there's a lot of gems in your neighborhood that you don't even know about have you tried that have you looked up fruit wholesalers with your zip code have you gone to different farmers markets? Have you Googled and then actually taken the whole day to go to different places? I'm guessing you haven't, but maybe you have. Let me know. Next, the time involved with eating enough to meet needs and avoid caloric dense foods. The time involved with eating enough. Hmm. Wow. I do not. Huh. I do not see. Let me try. The time, well, yes, your portions are going to be bigger, so it's going to take a little more time to eat, but you're not, the time that you're saving on prepping the food and cooking and washing the dishes, you'll be spending eating. Or, I mean, me personally, guys, I don't just eat. I eat and work, or I eat and talk to someone, or I eat and do something productive, so like, I don't, I've never thought about that before in my life. Wow. That's, yeah, that's the first, have not seen that. The time involved with eating enough to meet needs. Well, make smoothies. Make smoothies. You blend it in five minutes or less. You can drink that in five minutes or less. I'm not saying it's going to be smart to drink a smoothie in five minutes or less, but you can do it. Um, 
We got a few more. Hold on. Hold on. So let me go to the screenshot where I have the other ones from my community. All right, here we go. So going out to eat is the biggest challenge. Yeah, so going out to eat is the biggest challenge. What we can do is we can eat before we go. We can order a salad and bring our own dressing. We can bring our own salad. We can bring our own fruit. Or we can find a place that actually has raw vegan food. Those are the options. That's it. Those are the options, boo. Next, social, social outings and cooked vegan restaurants. My willy mind works hard to convince me anything vegan is okay. Why is 100% raw that important, etc. Yeah, if you're not convinced that 100% raw is the way to eat, is the best and most optimal way, if you're not 100% convinced that you want to be raw, then you probably won't be raw, right? Like, you're probably not going to do it because why would anybody, it's just, it's inconvenient sometimes. So, yeah, I get that. So you, if you want to convince yourself, just consume a lot of content, read lots of books, read the 80-10-10 and read the mucusless diet healing system again and watch, watch movies like Raw Foods. I think there's a movie called um, Eating. The third edition is great. There's Gabriel Cousins has a Raw Food uh, documentary and just get really, you know, return to the brain of Eden, read and read and read, read lots of raw books and start consuming raw vegan audio and like really, really get convinced because if you're not convinced, you're not going to do it. That's absolutely true. Um, my husband and his junk food. Okay, the hardest, most challenging part of sticking to a raw vegan diet is my husband and his junk food. I'd recommend getting a divorce. Next. Um, no, just kidding. So, I would recommend communicating to your husband that this is very difficult for me. And I don't want to control you, but I want to find a middle ground because I'm trying my very best to stick to a raw vegan diet. But these foods that you have around are very tempting to me. So maybe you can eat these outside the house or maybe we can keep these in a cabinet or a drawer where I don't see them. Or maybe you can eat these not around me. Or maybe you can, um, you know, just communicate respectfully, kindly, openly and be vulnerable and, and let them know, let your husband know that it's very difficult and you don't want to be like this, but it's really tempting to you and, you know, you're trying to heal and you really want to just be healthy and happy and fit and strong, you know, for yourself and for your husband. And if he can help you with this, it would really mean so, so, so much to you. And, you know, if he loves you and he's a great husband, then he'll understand and he'll actually want to do that for you. He'll eat the stuff out of the house or he'll eat it when you're not around or he'll go into another room to eat it or he'll... He'll just find a way to make you happier and be more comfortable living with him and being with him because the truth is, is that you don't have to be with him. It's a choice every day. It's a choice. And I mean, you're number one, right? Your health is number one. So he must be number two. So some of us are making our, our spouses number one and us number two and and it has to be it, it has to be flipped we cannot continue to live the life we've lived and try to change at the same time a lot of people are trying to stay the same and change at the same time it doesn't work next Jer uh, ooh, I almost said his name <laughs> I love my boo sorry 
All right, I'm going to skip over his for a second. Okay, another person, cold climate, cold climate. Okay, another person says, saying no when people offer me vegan junk food that they cooked or vegan food. Like last week at work, somebody gave me a plate of plain white rice and salsa. They're like, hey, I don't know if you can eat this, but I just want to give you this because I made lunch for everyone. So I took it and said thanks, but I didn't eat it. I took it outside and let some stray cat have it. I should have taken the opportuni opportunity to explain to them why I want to eat like how I want to eat. And next time, you know, I don't need the rice. I And they gave me plates of like tomatoes and cucumbers and onions and avocado before. So I don't know. It's hard for me to tell someone no to their face. Mm. Yeah, I can understand that. So what I say is I say thank you so, so much. It's very hard for me to say no as well. It's hard for everyone, especially somebody you love. So I say thank you so much, but I don't eat that. I, you know, I only eat raw fruit and vegetables, nuts and seeds. You know, that is, that is the truth. You're not lying and you're not saying no. You're saying thank you so much. But I only eat, I, I'm on a raw vegan lifestyle, um, so I only eat fruit, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Thank you so, so much, though. I really appreciate that because, you know, the truth is, is that they love you, and it's the thought that counts. It's really the thought that counts. So you want to make sure and, and make sure they understand that you are appreciative and you do really, really love that they care about you, but that you just don't eat that anymore. And um, people have always said to me, I, I'm so sorry f to eat this in front of you. I know you can't eat this. But, like, I can eat it. And you can too, boo. You can eat that rice and the salsa. But you don't want to. And that's okay. It's okay to put yourself first. It is okay. And um, I just want you to know that you're not alone. That's, like, a really big struggle for most people. And it was for me for a long time so I used to take the food and then like throw it away or whatever um, until something really crazy happened I think it was 2018 I told this story before but I'll tell it again I had started a brand new job and I was about like two weeks into the job and they found out it was my birthday somehow I guess on the paperwork you know so they per this whole like big company planned this surprise birthday party for me and I walk in to the office and or it wasn't an office it was the back of one of the juice stores I was being I was the training manager of a juice bar of a food and beverage company and um, it's funny because the company only sold raw foods but we could we digress I walked in to the back room of the store and like 50 people popped out and said happy birthday Janet happy birthday boo and I was like oh my god it was amazing they had balloons and everything and I was like oh my god and they started playing music and it was so fun and then they brought out this cake that they made of cupcakes and they had all these candles and I was like I'm not that old they're like yes you are <laughs> we heard you are um I think I was 33 or something yeah I think I was turning 33 30 tree and um that's how like people from Brooklyn say it but anyway okay so she was my boss was like these cupcakes we got them just for you they're gluten-free sweetened with dates they're vegan and we got them just for you and like I knew they weren't raw because they were from a place called sprinkles and 
they don't have nothing bra there and like oh lord and I got all these people looking at me and then my boss goes try it try it you're gonna love it Jeanette it's date sweetened gluten-free organic and vegan and all made from whole foods like you know like she was just and there was so much pressure and I felt so for a second I was like just take a bite Jeanette it's not a big deal and then and then I was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait 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 no 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 this is a big fucking deal. This is a big deal because I have been raw, but like by that time I was raw for seven years and I haven't let anyone pressure me into eating anything for seven years. Granted, I've been antisocial for a lot of those years, but still seven years. So I literally said, oh my gosh, thank you so much, but I don't, I'm raw and I don't think these are raw. And then somebody was like, no, I think these are raw. They're, they were not raw, guys. Like, you know when a raw, you know what a raw cupcake looks like. And you know what a cooked cupcake looks like. And then everyone was like, just one bite. It's just one bite. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you so, so much. I'm so sorry. <sighs> thank you so much. And I gave the girl a hug, my boss. And I was like, can I take some home for my sister and my mom? And they were like, of course. But they were all disappointed in me. You know, they were all disappointed. And then somebody was like, sorry, Jeanette. We thought you could eat these. <laughs> and I was just like, I can, but I don't want to. <laughs> it was one of the most, I'll never forget it. It was just one of the most awkward moments in my raw vegan career. So I just want you to know that a few more of those moments have happened in like the past 13 years, but I've survived them. I've survived and I'm still surviving and you know, I'm sure there'll be moments in the future, but um, this is why I love places like the Woodstock Fruit Festival, which we are sold out of tickets, by the way. But um, I love it because I just, I get to be a normal person. You know, nobody cares what you're eating. You're all eating the same things. You're all eating big ass plates of fruit and salads and things. And everything is just like, everything is about connection and everything else. And so, it's not about the food. Everything's so like centered around food in our society. So I understand why it can be difficult, especially working in the real world. You know, I work from home now, but I've never, I have to tell you, I've never really worked in the real world as a raw vegan, except the first year. Okay. So the first year of being a raw vegan, I had three jobs. I worked at Sony Music's Avatar Recording Studio, and I worked at this little health food store called Integral Yoga Natural Foods. I worked there one day a week. I worked at Sony five days a week, and I worked at the recording studio two days a week. I worked every single day from literally like 7 a.m. until after midnight. It's wild. And then it took me like an hour and a half to get home. Sorry about the background noise. It'll be over in a minute. But anyway, um... I remember that first year I was so excited and um, I remember because I was so excited that I wouldn't let any comments ever deter me or like um, deflate me from my excitement and I had so many new things that I was eating and I would be at work and because I worked outside I had to bring all my own stuff so a lot of the times 
a lot of the times I would um, I would go to work with all of my fruit and vegetables and I would cut I would be like making the salad at my desk and all my coworkers were like whoa that smells so good you know when you're cutting up peppers or when you're cutting up um, uh, like I don't know like all the herbs and stuff they smell so fragrant and amazing and so I know people were like really always commenting on that and then what happened was I would always have a lot of raw vegan gourmet food so I would be coming to work with like tostadas and like raw vegan lasagna and things like that and I would let people try it and they would be like oh my god this is so good and I always 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 ate for dessert this raw vegan cake every day it was like you know a personal sized cake but every day I would have this raw vegan tart from Hail Mary's which was so good so rich and it was cacao coconut oil cashews maple syrup and like vanilla and it was so freaking good and I used to have them like every single day and um, you know I wasn't sitting there eating a giant thing of watermelon for dinner like that would have been strange but since I had foods that looked like other food you know lasagna and like cake and whatever then nobody really thought too much about it and um, you know except for when I was making my salad but people loved it they were like oh my god it smells so good in here you know cutting basil and mint and peppers and um, what else smells when you cut it I don't know that's pretty much it anyway um, so yeah I definitely was made fun of a few times though but then what happened was is that well I decided that I was gonna quit my job at the recording studio because it was really hard for me to be in that to be in that lifestyle you know where they want you to go out after work they want you to drink they want you to be up really really late a lot of people do drugs in the music industry and like I here I am becoming a raw vegan and it's like it's just not my type of scene I don't like to drink I've never drank I don't like to be up like be out really late and you know all the things it's just a very unhealthy lifestyle so I quit and then I wor started working at integral yoga natural foods and then from there I started working at a place called organic Avenue which was a raw vegan food and beverage establishment and then within six months I became the boss and so after I became the boss it's funny because before I became the boss, people, like, I didn't really tell too many people because I worked alone at these little boutique. So I could eat, you know, on my own and I would eat the food there, you know, raw vegan falafels and stuff. And sometimes once in a while, people would be like, wow, you're raw? Whoa. You know, they would say stuff. And then I came, became the boss. And then, like, I basically became the company, you know? So, like, I was the only raw vegan in the whole company. And so people didn't really make fun of me after that. Um, side note, people used to call me bossy until I became the boss. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was really funny. Um, but anyway, that's it. I don't really know what we're talking about here. Oh, yeah, I was answering the questions. Oh, yeah, the social. So, yeah, living in the real world as a raw vegan, not I it's not ideal. But you can do it because you can do a lot of things that you don't realize you can do and you've also been through way harder things I love to remind my friends and my clients of all the hard things they've been through in their life you know you you're taking for granted 
all of the horrible, really, really hard things you've been through and not realizing your power and your strength that you can get from that. All right. So I hope that you start to realize it is hard saying no to people. It is, but it's also hard to be sick and you've been through way worse, way worse. And I always compare things, you know? Okay, today I did a webinar and it was really embarrassing because nobody had any questions afterwards. And, you know, you just, it's hard to just talk and like you're talking to your, you feel like, you know, is anybody paying attention or like, you know, you just feel like if nobody has any questions, then like, I don't know. It just, it's kind of like an awkward moment, right? That's all. So when nobody had any questions, I was thinking like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed right now. Did I even, what I said make sense? Did I talk too fast? Probably did, because I'm from New York. We talk really fast. It's my first webinar. And I was kind of embarrassed and nobody had questions. And then some people like started having questions because they felt bad for me. <laughs> So I started answering them, but I was like, oh, these are, these are pity questions, but I really appreciate it. Everybody that came to my first webinar. And I was thinking that maybe, maybe every Saturday I will do another class, but I don't know. I mean, every Sunday, but I don't know. You let me know. I might do it, but I'm not sure. Nobody had any questions. So I don't know. Y'all know everything. Y'all know everything about the raw food diet. Um, I'm bitter. Anyway. Um, it was just awkward. But then I think to myself, I was like, oh my God, I did such a bad job. Talk too fast or blah, blah, blah. I said things that people already knew. And then I, I thought to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I ran a meeting in front of 500 people once with diarrhea because I was on a juice cleanse. That was hard. <laughs> and the bathroom was really close to where the meeting room was. So every time I went to the bathroom, like they could hear what was going on in there and <laughs> I kept having to leave I kept making up like you know me I'm really um good at hiding what's going on so basically I don't know if you know that but now you know so basically I kept thinking of brand new exercises for the company to do like you know grouping people into groups of four and five for everybody to do so that I could fucking go to the bathroom because I was drinking celery apple juice uh, for the whole day and I did not know apparently it caused me to have diarrhea and you know this is the beginning of my journey so I had a lot of undigested old rotting fecal matter in my colon that needed to be released <laughs> I couldn't tell you that's probably the last time I had diarrhea which was like about 12 or yeah 11 or 12 years ago but um it wasn't fun and it was hard as hell I survived and that was much much harder than today because, I mean, you listen, I just didn't get any questions. That's, you know, what is that? That's nothing. I didn't get diarrhea. Okay, let me not yell diarrhea because somebody just turned around. Um, okay, love you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe to this podcast. If you have never um, given me a review, I would love so much if you went to Apple Podcasts and left a review, it would really, really help me out. Um, simple, it's free, and it takes less than a minute. And I would love if you can go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Miss.FitVegan, M-S, Fit Vegan. Um, 
and yeah, it just helps me out a lot so that I can continue creating content and sharing my raw vegan journey with you and everyone else. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon, boo. Bye.